Hi, my name is Dr. Thomas McGinn, the Executive Vice President of the Physician Enterprise here at Common Spirit Health. Today is Tuesday, September 27th, and welcome to the five-minute check-in. As always, I'm going to review what's happening with COVID across the United States and here at Common Spirit Health. We have a special guest with us today to discuss a new publication that just came out on breast cancer. October happens to be Breast Cancer Awareness Month. In addition, I'm going to review our MSSP Medicare ACO results, go over the clinical symposium that's coming up just in a couple of weeks. But before we get started, I just want to mention that this is APP Appreciation Week, and I can't thank all of the APPs enough for the amazing quality of work they provide and the teamwork and leadership in all of our communities and practices across all of Common Spirit. So let's get started and talk about COVID. So there's very little change in what's happening with COVID across the United States. Our hospitalizations are down slightly. We have about 4,300. Unfortunately, deaths, while low, increased slightly by 3.9% to 358 in that same time period. The predominant Omicron lineage variant is BA5. And so what that really reinforces to us is that we need to make sure our patients are getting the new bivalent vaccine. And actually, all of us are getting that vaccine also. And that's the work in front of us. So let's move on to our special subject and topic of breast cancer. So now on to our special topic today, which is metastatic breast cancer. There was a major publication in the New England Journal looking at a new therapy for patients. And here to discuss this topic with today is Dr. Shahzad Siddiqui, who is a medical oncologist and the chief of medical specialties at Mercy Medical Group in California. Shahzad, thank you for joining us and discussing this topic today. Uh, good morning. Thank you for having me. So let's jump right into it. Can you just give us a brief overview of receptor-guided therapy in breast cancer? Because I, I think that's a key element in this study. Sure. In, in breast cancer, we check breast cancer cells or markers on the surface. These are receptors that we check. They include ER, PR, and HER2. We use these receptors to guide therapy. HER2 is a protein that's expressed on the surface of breast cancer cells and leads to increase cancer cell survival. And we have a number of drugs that target these receptors. The most common one is called trastuzumab. Mm -hmm. And usually HER2 breast cancer is more aggressive in nature, but these therapies are so effective that, that, that patients with HER2 positive breast cancer still have an excellent prognosis. So tell us all about this trial. This was a group of uh, women with metastatic breast cancer in a low uh, HER2. Uh, can you tell us the trial, the design, and a quick results? Sure. So 15 to 20% of breast cancer is classically considered to be HER2 positive, and the rest is considered HER2 negative. This trial took that population of HER2 negative patients and, de and defined a subcategory that's HER2 low and tested this drug in that population. Trastuzumab deruxetecan is a antibody drug conjugate. So it's a chemo drug plus a trastuzumab drug. And we randomized about 557 patients in a two to one fashion into the study drug versus standard chemotherapy. Right. And the outcome that we were looking for was progression-free survival we found a significant improvement in progression-free survival in the hormone receptor positive population, about 10.1 versus 5.4 months, which is about five months. And we also found a significant difference in overall survival 
from about 23 from about 17 to 23 months, a six month improvement, both numbers, which are pretty significant. Those are those are significant numbers, particularly when you're suffering with metastatic breast cancer. There was a there was a uh, a side effect that we may we may want to discuss here. Can you just briefly mention what that was? Yeah, this drug is associated with an unusual side effect. It's uh, interstitial lung disease or pneumonitis, and we found that in about 12 percent of the patients. Well, thank you again for joining us. This is a hopeful information. It's a landmark article, and we really appreciate you reviewing this with us. And thanks for everything you do for Common Spirit. Thank you for having me. So now onto some good news. There's a big congratulations that I have to give out to our care teams, our population health teams, and all of the ACOs across Common Spirit Health, because they've been recognized by the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid for delivering improved quality and delivering $122 million in savings back to Medicare during the 2021 performance period. Our 13 accountable care organizations across Common Spirit improved care for 305,000 Medicare beneficiaries. 13% more annual wellness visits were performed. Patients with diabetes saw an overall 23% improvement. For hypertension, efforts result in 22,000 patients with better controlled blood pressure, averting 586 strokes and saving 262 lives. Finally, I just want to mention the upcoming clinical symposium for the Physician Enterprise, which takes place on October 13th. We have a lot of amazing guests. We have Wright Lassiter, our new CEO for Common Spirit Health, who'll be joining us. We have the head of the U.S. Presentative Task Force, who'll be discussing new cancer screening guidelines. We have Dr. Joe Rogers, who's the head of the Texas Heart Institute, who'll be talking about new therapies in congestive heart failure. And most importantly, we're going to be talking about provider well-being. So please join us on October 13th. Please click on the link in your email or take a picture of the QR code in this video. And we'll see you at the clinical symposium.